0: Today on Mythic Existence we are going to be digging into the folklore surrounding the four houses of Ilvermorny from the Harry Potter universe. This video marks somewhat of a turning point in Mythic Existence as I'd like to start making more YouTube focused content. So without further ado, let's get into it. First off we are going to start with the Horned Serpent House. Horned serpents have long figured into the stories of many tribes in the eastern United States and Canada. They are often described as huge, dragon-like creatures with scales, horns, and fangs. Sometimes they are said to move about on land, but they are also said to inhabit lakes and rivers. One such lake monster is Champ, who is said to inhabit the waters of Lake Champlain. The first sightings of Champ were originally connected to the lake's cartographer, Samuel de Champlain. However, it has been recently shown that his quotes were faked in the 1970 edition of Vermont Life. Champ has been so popular that even the famous ringleader P.T. Barnum offered a reward for anyone who could prove Champ's existence. Despite Samuel De Champlain's quotes being proven false, interest in Champ persists. In 1977, a woman named Sandra Monzi took a photo of what she says is the lake monster. However, researchers have suggested that is not the famed creature, but rather a log floating on the surface. Monzi maintains that she knows what she saw. In native myths, horned serpents are very supernatural and possess hypnotic powers, have the ability to shapeshift and turn. It's possible that there is a link between the mound-building cultures and horned serpent myths. Next up is the Wampus House. This panther-like creature goes by different names depending on region. In Missouri, it's the golly wampus. In Arkansas, it's the whistling wampus. And in Appalachia, it is the wampus cat or the wampus beast. Non-native cultures say that it has yellow eyes that can cause insanity. One Cherokee legend tells the story of how the wampus cat came to be. An evil demon called Awa that had the ability to drive people mad with a glance was terrorizing a village in North Carolina. Standing Bear, their greatest warrior went out to fight it. However, he came back screaming and clawing at his eyes. His wife, running deer, went to the shaman's and was given a booger mask of a bobcat's face and black paste. She went out looking for the demon and soon came face to face with it. When Awa saw the mask, it was defeated. The spirit of running bear now inhabits the wampus cat and carries out her mission of looking over the tribe. The next house is Thunderbird. Legends of this being are widespread throughout native cultures, particularly in the northeast, southwest, midwest, plains, and northwest coast tribes. The Thunderbird is described as a giant bird that is big enough to carry a killer whale. Some treat the Thunderbird as a sacred being while others treat it as a normal member of the animal kingdom. The Thunderbird is sometimes treated as an embodiment of the summer season, being the opposite of the white owl who embodies winter. In Algonquin mythology, the Thunderbird is said to rule the upper world, while the underworld is ruled by the underwater panther or the horned serpent. Clearly, there is a connection between these first three houses. Folklorist Tom Holland, no not that Tom Holland, suggests that Thunderbird legends are based off of native observations of pterosaur fossils. Thunderbirds have also reached prominence in Pokemon, as can be seen through the Pokemon Zapdos. The final Ilvermorny house is Puckwaji. These beings are similar to European gnomes or fairies, and stories about them abound in Algonquin folklore. They are said to be height and are basically spirits of the forest. Their magical powers include invisibility, the ability to confuse people, turn into cougars, or harm people with their sight. So they have some of the abilities present in the creatures from other houses. The Wampanoag, Ojibwe, and Abenaki tribes all have stories about Pukwudgies. To the Ojibwe, Pukwudgies are mischievous tricksters that are more or less good-natured. For the Abenaki, these creatures will harm those who disrespect them. To the Wampanoag, they are capricious and dangerous and could play tricks, but also might steal children. In some Wampanoag stories, Pukwudgies are responsible for the death of the hero maushop That's it for this episode, please be sure to like and subscribe to the channel. If you have not already, please follow Mythic Existence on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the artwork in this video, check out the artists in the description and purchase prints of their great work for yourself. Thanks so much for watching and subscribing and we'll see you next time on Mythic Existence.